This is the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. Hi, can you see okay. and hear me okay? Yeah, I can see you. Okay, cool. How are you doing I'm today? I'm sorry I'm a couple minutes late. I apologize. No, no, you're okay. You're okay. How you been doing? Awesome. That's good. That's good. Um, How's like everything doing? Like, I know everything's starting to open up from like pandemic and everything. So like, how's life been? Oh, uh, I live in Florida. We've been open the whole time. Oh yeah. Florida, I feel like Florida's its yeah. own country. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, um, from like March 16th until about mid June, we were closed, yeah. but yeah, we've been open. That was March 16th of 2020 to like mid June, but we've been open ever since. That's dope. You're from, you're in Miami right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I gotta go out there sometime. How's like, how's the Miami life going? I love it here. It's great. I've been here 16 years. What is like some places for somebody that should go to like Miami if they haven't been? Um, well, you know, first of all, most people don't realize that uh, South Beach is not in Miami. <laughs> um, so like there's two different cities here. One is Miami Beach, which obviously has all the beaches. Um, there's South Beach, there's Mid Beach, uh, Sunny Isles, like all those are um, in, you know, Miami Beach area. And then the rest of the city or the rest of the area is called Miami which is a different city so I actually live in Miami um and in Miami there's a lot of cool stuff to do it's like very culture lots of restaurants and bars and clubs and um a lot of art like Miami is a huge art city I think that's probably between like the restaurants and the nightlife the art is probably like the next thing that's like Miami is most known for. Like we have so much art here. There's like art on graffiti all over the walls and there's all kinds of like art galleries and art showings. And there's a lot of like public sculptures and stuff like that. So it's a really cool walking city. You can just kind of pick a neighborhood and um, like walk around and see what that neighborhood has to offer, whether it's downtown, midtown, Wynwood, um, you know, yeah coral gables coconut grove like every every little neighborhood has like their own you know aesthetics <laughs> no that's dope yeah i need to go sometime but let's like get into it um you know you got sarah j on a podcast you know you refer to like one of the goats but how does that feel like do, do people like in your industry like come to you like yo you're like the goat or like how does that like yeah, absolutely. I'm honored. Like, I appreciate it. You know, I've been in the industry over 20 years. I think it's like 21 at this point. And um, I'm definitely one of the industry veterans. And for somebody to give me the, you know, honor of titling me the GOAT, I appreciate it. That's dope. So like, what, like, you're still going on right now. Like, what makes you like, make up, like, wake up every day? And like, yo, I gotta keep going. Because like, I feel like you accomplished everything to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I have accomplished pretty much everything that I want to do. And um, sometimes they answer that question, it's a challenge, but I employ a lot of people. And I also make a lot of fans happy. So um, between, um, you know, making sure that the people that I employ, they can eat and they can survive and they can thrive and they can meet their goals and reach their dreams. 
right now, like that's a lot of what gets me up in the morning is, you know, I, I have people that work for me that I want to help reach their goals and, you know, help them, you know, realize like, you know, their potential. So, um, that's a big part of it. But then like the other part is also, you know, making sure that, um, you know, the fans have what they want, you know, like, uh, I've been doing this a long time and I've got a lot of really amazing Javers that love me and want to see more and more content. So I just like helping everybody get off too. Yeah. Like, I know like when you first started, you didn't like really own your content and everything. And now you kind of. That's actually not true. When I first first started, started I I owned all my content. Yeah. Like I've had my website since um, 2001. So I've been producing and directing content uh, scenes and also, you know, page scenes, like I have my own production company and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been owning all my content since the beginning. Okay. My bad. I'm so sorry about it. I mean, yeah. uh, I meant like now, like, cause now it was kind of like you were, you still are a star, but like now, like you kind of like producing to see like other people, like, but how has that like been? Cause you've been doing that forever too. Like just like, producing yeah, I didn't others. really understand your question. I'm sorry. I've been producing what? You've been like producing, like you're producing content. Like, for, are you producing content for others, right? Uh, no, I have my own production company. Yeah, and, I mean, like, um, about yeah, the, I'm not about, really sure if I understand your question. Man, like, oh my god, sorry. I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Like, you, cause like, okay, so you sold, so under your production company, you don't do like, you don't have like, say, like, if you don't want to be in the scene or anything, like, do you still do background stuff? Or no, that's not it. Always- I'm still not fully understanding what your question is, but can I just tell you what I do and maybe it'll answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I produce content uh, for five different websites. I also um, have a DVD line, which I know it sounds archaic, but believe it or not, they still sell. I have a DVD line through Pure Play um, Pulse Distribution. I also have a lot of like cable broadcasting deals where you can see the content that my um, company has produced, you know, in, you know, hotels and stuff like that as well. Um, we also distribute content on all kinds of channels and platforms, things like Pornhub, X videos, um, you know, OnlyFans. We distribute content on all of these different platforms, ManyVids, um, my company's called Wide Side Productions, by the way. And uh, yeah, it's it's been something that I've been doing for a very long time. I started out producing content for my own website, and then I got the distribution deal, and then I started producing content for other websites as well. And uh, yeah, it's that's what that's what I do primarily. Yeah, I know. Okay, but, but I'm trying to think of a phrase. Okay, I think I'm trying to. I know that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to call. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to phrase it as like um, for like people, let's say like if somebody wants to be in the industry, they want to like start off like because not everybody starts off with their own production company and everything like have you. But like what are like some things like behind it? Like I mean, like behind the scenes, really, like how does like somebody wants to get into production? Like what good advice would you have for somebody that wants to be behind the scenes? That's what I mean. What like, good advice? The, like that what? somebody like, like say they want to own their own production company like you do. Like what is like some good advice? Like somebody's like, okay, cool. I want to transition to be like, I want to own my own production company like Sarah one day. That's what I mean off of that. Okay. So, um, well, you can go to film school like I did uh, and learn the ins and the outs of the film industry, how to block, you know, how to script write, uh, how to use a camera, how to edit, 
that's probably a really good place to start is film school. Um, and if you decide you don't want to go to film school, then you can hire a cameraman, um, hire directors, uh, hire editors, you know, hire a full team of people that can help you uh, make your dreams reality. Okay. Uh, can you talk about like the safety of um, like the point entry? I know you guys go through like a lot of safety protocols. Yeah, we get tested every two weeks for a full STI panel. And also we get tested every three days for COVID. Okay. Uh, so that, that's, uh, my bad. I'm sorry. So that's pretty much is it about that? Like there's nothing like any, anything else you do? I mean, obviously, I have to maintain my personal health. I take vitamins. I go to the gynecologist. Um, I work out regularly. Uh, I try to, you know, live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, was there anything like that? Like, have there ever been a time that you like done a scene or like haven't? I mean, haven't done a scene that because you, you didn't want? Okay, I'm about so tired. I'm flustered right now. <laughs> oh. Has there ever been a time that you're like, no, I'm not willing to do a certain scene? Yes. Like, what was the incident for that? Or is this... Well, I don't do anal. So those are scenes that I turn down frequently. Um, I only do foot fetish with performers that are actually into foot fetish. Uh, I don't do any taboo scenes or family incest scenes at all. I turn down all of those. Um, I also turn down race play. I don't do any kind of race play. Um think that's about it There's, is there like a certain reason why you just turn down most of them i believe like say like the anal one is there like a certain reason you don't do it or well i don't like anal i don't want anything in my butt so i figure i probably shouldn't do it uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah uh so like um you consider to have like one of the best asses of all time like who do you like consider to have like the best ass in the porn industry um, I don't really consider anybody to have a best ass because like all asses are different and it's not fair to compare them to each other. Uh, you know, girls are different sizes and different shapes and some girls have fake asses and some girls have real asses and some girls have fat transfers. So I don't ever really think of like best ass. Is there like somebody you're like, okay, I, they're like an ass I admire or no? I mean, there's lots of asses out there I admire. There's there's tons of great asses, you know? <laughs> like, I think especially now, it's almost easier to find an ass that's not great. You know, like, everybody, if you don't have a great ass, you just go buy one, just like everybody else does. Was there ever somebody that you, like, came up, like, before you started, like, you, like, looked up to or admired before, like, entering the industry? Um... I didn't really watch a lot of porn before entering in the industry, you know, like I started um, in porn before there was the internet, you know, so um, porn was a little bit more difficult to come by. You had to go rent it at like a movie video store or you would see it like in a hotel. So I just didn't really watch a lot of porn. Was there like somebody that you just like, um, like when you got into the industry that you like admired their worth at the, or like really like taught you something like really about the industry? Like you didn't even like, cause you're just entering. Like, was there anybody that's like, uh, like kind of, I want to say mentor you at all or no? Uh, I wouldn't say that anybody mentored me, but just, you know, from watching people's successes and fails in the industry, I learned a lot, you know, um, I remember, uh, Christy Lake, she had her business like really under control when I um, first started and uh, she had her own uh, series 
and then Lexington Steele. He was um, a big inspiration because he had, uh, he was a performer who had his started his own production company. And um, I, I looked to him for advice on that. Um, Porno Dan, who is like one of my dear closest friends, even though he's crazy. Um, he's always had a lot of really great business advice for me. And um, he's put me on in a million kind of ways to like all kinds of different, you know, ways to make money. And uh, yeah, so like, you know, there's been a lot of different people. And most of the people that have influenced me have been on the back end of the camera, you know, people that you wouldn't know, webmasters, web designers, you know, people that sell traffic, like all different kinds of people within the industry, editors, that kind of thing. Is there any like like certain like secrets that you know for like anybody that wants to be like of like upcoming or like want to enter the industry? Is there like a certain secret or certain things they should know before like entering? Um, well, porn is very permanent. So if you are interested in doing it, make sure it's something that you really want to do and that you're not going to be ashamed of in any kind of way because it's going to rear its head when you least expect it. Um, other than that, no, not really. Has it has there been like like say like somebody have you ever had like troubles like making deals outside of porn industry or no? Have I ever Are, had troubles making deals outside like outside of, like the industry? Like say if you want to do like deals? a like say like like say you want to have like a collaboration for something or you just never did that before. You just only did it stick to porn. Um yeah, that's kind of what I do. That's my industry, is I'm in the porn industry, so I pretty okay. much work within the industry. <laughs> No, I mean, like, you know, how some people do like collaborations on certain things like outside of the industry, like, you know, how music, they'll do like, like sneaker deals and you just, you never like try to do well, anything. You know, that's what I mean. Like something adult, like this. Adult businesses don't get those kind of opportunities because most large companies and large corporations, you know, are funded at least in part by you know, some sort of like Christian coalition, right-wing conservatives, and they don't necessarily, or, you know, even something to do with like children. So they don't necessarily want to be associated with pornography or adult content. Um, the only types of businesses that usually do business with us are also adult businesses, things like loop companies, toy companies, male enhancement companies, those type of businesses are more than happy to, you know, work with adult stars. Do you feel like that's like gonna change in the future? Cause I feel like people are starting no. like uh, no, you don't think so. Cause I feel like people are starting to brace a little more, like even like like you know what I'm saying. But no, you don't see that ever changing. No, um, you know the, it might open up just slightly more for like crossover branding, um, but it's still gonna be like companies that uh, have no fear of losing their funding or losing their audience because they're dealing with like adult. Um, it's going off of like scenes like what have you do you have like a favorite scene or like a top five favorite scenes you've done I really or? don't honestly after like three four thousand scenes that I've done it's very hard to pick just a few you know like I, I shoot constantly I, I often shoot 15 to 20 scenes a month so it's it's hard to just pick you know a few okay is there like a certain is there like a scene that you haven't done that you want to do or like a certain, like, I would love to do a scene with two bisexual males. Like I haven't done that yet. And that's something that I'm interested in. Like, uh, what are uh, sort of like advice for like women? Like, is there like a certain, it's what like certain toys they should pick up if they're like for people that are looking for toys right now? Well, you know, everybody's vagina is different. Everybody's preferences are different. So, um, 
you know, I, I can't really tell you exactly what toys like everybody should be using. Um, there are a lot of really great um, waterproof toys on the market right now. And that's pretty exciting. Um, the fact that, you know, you can use them in the shower or like if you're a squirter, you don't have to worry about um, the toys getting ruined. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And a lot of the toys that are out now um, don't require batteries, which I think is awesome. They're, you know, charging type of toys. So that's great. Um, I will say from just like personal experience, spend some money on your toy. Like uh, the better toys are made with higher quality products and um, they're going to be safer to use on your pussy. And they're also going to be like, just, you know, have a lot of features, everything from, you know, all the things that I mentioned between like being waterproof and having um, charging cables as opposed to batteries and nice material, those things all cost money. So just spend some good money on your toy. Is there like a certain like toy that you use, like just for somebody that wants to like, that's probably listening that wants to like, okay, I want to get the same toys that you have. Um, yeah, you know, like for me, I prefer like a double, like a short double dong, like something like 12 inches. So that way I can hold it with one hand while I'm doing it. That way it gives me a little bit of like leverage. And then, um, I, my favorite thing is just the old school from the seventies, the Hitachi magic wands. And, uh, yeah, those are, that's probably what I use the most. I know you like you love your fans and fans really love you. I want to know like what's like the most like surprising gift that you like even like you were like shocked or like like really like thankful for that a fan has given you or has a um I had a fan buy me a tricycle that was great um because I like really needed it at the time my my tricycle had gotten stolen and then um I've had you know fans buy me computers and stuff it's like the things I always appreciate are the things that I like need the most you know like if I sometimes you know I can just make a mention of something you know and a fan will be awesome enough to like send it right to my door so that's it's always great when you get something that not only do you want but you actually like really need like when your computer breaks and a new one shows up within a week it's like thank you <laughs> you know that's that's dope that's amazing uh has there ever been like a chaotic fan that like you like met they're like yo like like I know some people like when they meet like certain people they're like yo I they get like too excited or like has there ever been like something like that like oh my god like that you were like nah like not today um but yeah it happens like all the time uh, that's good um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't a porn star what would you be um I could do anything like honestly I've got like so many interests and such a hard work ethic like no matter what I did I would like do it really good I could work in an office I always like doing office work actually like yeah I worked in um, customer service for a long time that was cool like on the phone taking phone calls that's cool um also I really like cooking and uh, I worked in the kitchen for a long time that I'm pretty good at I also am amazing at growing things I've got like a super green thumb so like growing plants is like really it's kind of like one of my things um also love animals I could be a dog trainer I could be a I took my fitness um training certification when I was young I could do fitness uh training I got all kinds of things I could do you just mentioned cooking like what are like your favorite dishes mm -hmm. to cook 
Uh, hands down, my like thing I cook the most, I'm like never tired of, and I've never had a bad review is I make lemon pepper salmon with asparagus. Like I make it all the time. I probably make it like once a week. I love it. I love salmon and I love asparagus. You just mentioned like being like a, a like a pet lover. Like, would you have any exotic pets if you could? Like, if, if we could have a exotic pet, what pet would you have? Hello? If I could have an exotic pet, um, hello, you still there? Yeah, yeah, he, still there. Okay. okay, yeah, exotic pet. I, you know, I kind of part of me kind of wants like one of those asshole monkeys, like the little, um, the little one with the long tail, not a lemur, but the one that's like a little monkey. Okay. But everybody tells me that they're jerks, but. If I could get one of those, like, as a baby and, like, try to make sure it's not a jerk, that would be kind of fun. Like a baby chimp? I love those. Yeah, just, like, was... those little tiny ones, like, from Night at the Museum. I forget what those are called. Like, they're, I always call them, like, the asshole monkeys because they're always, like, jerks, <laughs> you know? But, like, I, I think they're jerks because they're super smart. So I feel like if you trained it, like, it would be really cool. Oh, uh, what's up? <laughs> no, actually, I think I would really love, like, a baby chimp. I'm not going to lie. I was just looking at them on the internet the other day. But uh, mm-hmm. what's something that something that your fans don't know about you? Um, pretty much an open book. So if they don't know, it's because they didn't look. But um, I took six years of Latin. That always kind of like throws people. They're like, what do you mean? Um, but yeah, I took six years of Latin in school. And, you know, I got straight A's in school. I was pretty smart. Well, what were you like? In, like, what were you like in like school? Like, were you just like, just like the nerd type? A little bit, um, kind of like Darlene on Roseanne on the Roseanne show. If you're familiar with Darlene Connor, I, I kind of looked like a little bit like her. I got like dark curly long hair, and I kind of dressed like that with like flannels and Doc Martens and stuff. I was like a little bit of a tomboy, um, but I got really good grades in school, and like also wasn't like much for participating in school stuff because I always had to work. Like I worked like forty hours a week starting at a really young age. So, um, yeah, I just treated school like another job. Like I went to school and then I went to work. So that's when you're like working like in a restaurant and everything? Like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Uh, I know like there's like so many upcoming stars like in the industry. Like who are like some of your favorite people like that's coming up right now? Um, you know, I, I've been working a lot with like Carmela Clutch. Um, she's in the industry a little bit, but she's still new to me because I've been I, in it 21 I, years, you know? Yeah, and, I just had her um, on. Yeah, right on. on. That's cool. And um, Hazel Grace, I, um, I've been shooting her kind of frequently as well. Um, Maze the Goat, as far as like male performers. I just shot yesterday with Apollo Banks, who's great also. So yeah, there's there's some new guys and new girls floating around that are pretty pretty hot and very um, into it. Is there something like you want to accomplish before, like you say, your career is all said and done? Um, because you did like everything, so I was like, is there something like, man, I really want to do this before like I leave or just mm, call it a quit? Not really. Like I just uh, well, I guess my current goal is to own a studio warehouse, like that's kind of like what my next situation is, you know, like I would like to have like a studio warehouse, like place of business where I can operate out of like, like full time. 
Um, right now my office is in my home, which sucks. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, but it also, cause you don't have to drive to work and you don't have to wear pants at work if you don't want to, but also, <laughs> um, that means I'm like kind of always working because there's always work to be done, you know? Um, so I would like to get my, my work separate from my home. That's kind of like a goal right at the moment. <laughs> what are like, uh, what are your thoughts like on OnlyFans and stuff? Cause like, it seems like creators have like more power nowadays, but so what are your like thoughts on that? Um, OnlyFans is changed the industry, you know, like, uh, the things that I've been doing like my entire career, you know, shooting content with people and collecting scenes and um, stuff like that. It's really gotten a lot of performers on that same kind of mission and really understanding that they can make, you know, profit off of content that they own up until OnlyFans, A lot of performers really didn't understand that like once they own content, they can resell it many different ways, many different places. And I think that, um, because it's been so lucrative for so many people, they've been able to really like utilize that as like a launch pad to launch their own content creation across the board, you know, with all the different platforms. So I know you're like referred as a goat. Uh, do you have like a top five like porn stars of all time or no? Mm-mm, I don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, like it's so different, you know, and I've been doing this so long, like there's no way it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> okay before i let you go i have some like fans questions because i know i had to ask your fans for some questions i like to see if they wanted so this guy named lord bain said do you do you do cosplay do i do cosplay um not really like i like to dress up in costume occasionally but i wouldn't consider it cosplay um like i don't go to cosplay events and like i don't get dressed up in cosplay and go out anywhere and i don't usually do a lot of scenes and stuff but you know i am a little bit of a nerd at heart and sometimes i do want to put a little costume on but i don't usually do much with the cosplay stuff though like so like do you have like a are you like a comic book nerd or like an anime person we do cosplay or like i would say pop culture yeah a little sci-fi a little pop culture um i've always been into star wars star wars came out the year that I was born, it was like literally the first movie I ever saw. Um, like, not that I was watching it because I was just like, you know, a month old or something. But like, yeah, Star Wars has been with me my whole life. So um, I kind of feel like I grew up with Star Wars. And then like, I yeah, I kind of like just pop culture stuff. You know, like I got like a really nice Laura Croft outfit. And um, yeah, I do a couple of things here and there. Okay, you just I, got a, I just got a like sexy Cruella Deville. What I do is like after Halloween, I just rape the Halloween store. Like the day after Halloween, I go ham. <laughs> Are yeah. you just missing Star Wars? I gotta know like who's your favorite character in Star Wars? Han Solo. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I like it by far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a guy named Blank Day. I hope I said that right. Wants to know if you're going to do more VR porn in the future. I have no idea. I don't have VR equipment, so it's up to the companies that hire me for it. Um, another person said, uh, "Danny, Danny the, is the name." Wants to know, like, what's a celebrity you're surprised you got a DM from? What's a uh, celebrity that I was surprised I got a DM from? I would don't, don't answer. Yeah, don't answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would never. <laughs> oh, uh, before I get you, out, what was it like? Um, Kind of, I know like a couple years ago, I think it was 2020, like when people followed you, uh, when people found out like Barack Obama followed you, like what was that like, like waking up to the news to that kind of know, like I was trending like crazy. 
Yeah, it was super annoying, actually, because, like, he followed me starting in, like, I don't know, 2008 or something. So, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, you guys are, like, 20 years late to the party or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, I remember that being, like, a whole thing on, like, Twitter and everything. So, I was just always like, do you have, what are, like, some things you're excited for this year? Um, you know, I'm releasing a new website, uh, wideside.com, which is like my company website, super hyped about that. Also my CBD line, um, just got merchant processing, which means I can take Visa and MasterCard and I'm doing like a big 420 event in New York at, I'm going to be guest bud tender at gifted, um, dispensary. And I'm super hyped about that. So um, to see where the wide side site goes and how people respond to that, that's going to be really cool. And um, also like the future of my CBD company is looking brighter and brighter by the minute. We're coming up with new products and um, getting new manufacturing. And yeah, it's, it's pretty dope. What made you want to get into CBD? Cause I know that's like a dope, like I love like people like that get into that. Like what made you like, like want to get into that? I've always been involved in the cannabis community in like one way or another, you know, um, I was a grower for 12 years and when, um, they were able to do enough research to be able to separate the different chemical compounds that make up cannabis and they were able to isolate CBD and make it, um, safe and controllable for people of all ages, you know, whether you're a grandma or you're a kid, a dog, everybody can take CBD and it's totally safe. And, um, it's legal in most parts of the world. And that's also very appealing, but I guess the cool thing was that like, sometimes, you know, even though I might, you know, smoke weed or ingest marijuana, like I don't, always want to be high but maybe I might want you know some pain relieving effects or like some effects of like you know for insomnia so um I can take some CBD I can rub some CBD on me I can soak in some CBD and get a lot of those effects without actually being high I just think that that's like amazing and uh it's super cool that like people that don't do drugs, you know, they can experiment the benefits of this without actually being high. So um, like my mom, you know, one of my friends, she gives it to her dogs. Like my mom's never been high, you know, since probably like the sixties or something. So like, she was super excited to be able to use it for insomnia and for her migraines, you know, it's got like such great benefits. Um, I'm just glad to be a part of like, you know, the conversation and hopefully the future research and technology surrounding, surrounding cannabis, you know? Yeah. I just, I know you just mentioned like pain relief and everything. I want to know like, what's like your, what's like your favorite project to go to of yours that's like helps out with the pain relief the most? Um, My favorite product, I guess would probably be the bath bomb. Um, Bath bomb's got like a hundred milligrams of CBD in it, which is a lot to get at one time. And, um, you know, it, it soaks into your skin transdermally. So it automatically, you know, increases circulation, relaxes your muscles. And when you get out of that bath, you're going to knock out, you're going to be so sleepy, which is like great after like, you know, a long convention day where I'm on my feet all the day or whatever. It's, it's pretty amazing. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate your time. I'm sorry if I offended you. I did not mean to offend you at any, not at any all. point of the interview, but I appreciate the interview. Take your time out of your day. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>